everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Show. I am your podcast host, Shay Patay. Today, I want to talk about something that I just happened to run into while I was watching CNN this morning. I had never seen this show before, but it caught my attention. It's a show on CNN that's called Reliable Sources. The host's name is Brian Stelter. And he had something that was called negative partisanship. He was talking about how there's an alternative reality when you have different sides, left and right, Republicans and Democrats, talking about what's happening in America. I had to record what I was hearing because I just couldn't believe it. So I'm just going to play the clip for you guys. And then I'm going to ask my favorite question. What do you have to say? I want you to call in and leave a message at 404-855-7723. Or you can email us at podcasthostshaypate19 at gmail.com. American politics has become like a bitter sports rivalry in which the parties hang out, hang together, mainly out of sheer hatred of the other team, rather than a shared sense of purpose. The researchers showed that partisans, meaning strong supporters of a specific party, have grown to dislike the opposing party, quote, more than they like their own party. So when the president, for example, says that Biden is against God, that's negative partisanship. It is so hateful. But I want to be clear, there's a lot of negative partisanship that happens on the left as well. Disdain and nastiness directed at the right. This is happening in all directions, but it is especially extreme, especially vitriolic on the right, directed at Joe Biden and directed at other Democrats right now. We see it all the time on Fox News, a channel that often seems more anti-Democrat than pro-Trump, right? They're, these shows are the pro-Trump media, but they, they have so much venom toward the Democrats, they use that to distract from Trump's failures. And some of the commentary on the radio is even worse. And that's why this week our producing team listened to these right-wing radio shows, took them seriously, tried to get a sense of what they are saying about Biden, because they're barely talking about COVID anymore. They're all focused on Biden. This stuff is outrageous, but it does impact the campaign. So listen. The contrast in knowledge of events and issues, mental acuity, the contrast between Trump and Biden is striking. It's why they're keeping Biden in the basement. I actually don't believe Joe Biden is working out of his house. I believe he's working out of a nursing home or an assisted living home because that's what he needs. The big problem for Joe Biden is that he's falling apart. He's, he's just falling apart. He's not really running for the office. It's the communists that he picks as his number two, who will be running America within three months after he is sent to the long, long rest he has worked for all of his life. You know, a blanket over his hips, around-the-clock sweets, around-the-clock care. The man needs the care right now. I pity the man. My physical as well as my mental. Every day, every day, this is what's airing on the radio. There's Michael Savage saying, I pity the man. There's Mark Levin saying, I think Biden's in a nursing home. What the heck is going on on these programs? Look at what Fox News saw on Saturday at Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. This is Joe Biden 
out there on a vigorous bike ride. Not wearing a helmet, but definitely wearing a mask, by the way. Fox's narrative and ra talk radio's narrative for months has been that Joe Biden is falling apart. You just heard Ben Shapiro say it, falling apart. And there he is riding a bike, out for a bike ride, and Fox of all networks is the one that showed it happen. Look, we are gonna see negative partisanship fuel the next three months, the last three months of this never-ending campaign. It is a key part of what is going on. It is a potion, an ugly potion, that's only, only getting worse. Let's talk more about it uh, with David Zerwick, the Baltimore Sun media critic. He is here with me, along with Columbia University scholar Nicole Emmer. She's the author of Messengers of the Right, all about conservative media and American politics. And also with us is Aaron Haynes, editor-at-large for the 19th, the brand-new website covering the intersection of gender and politics. Nicole, first to you, negative partisanship, it kind of explains everything about what's broken in our media environment. Because there's all of these media outlets, all these talk radio stars and TV shows that are just constantly attacking, fueling hatred of the other side. Am I right to say this happens on the left and the right, but that it's more severe on the right currently? Yes, I would say it's more severe on the right currently, in part because the right just has a longer tradition of these overtly ideological media outlets, right? Mm -hmm. There is this um, sort of habit of attacking Democrats that goes pretty far back. But if you look at like the 1990s and the way that Rush Limbaugh and others sort of sharpened their teeth on Bill Clinton, this has been the way they've built audiences for three decades now. Yeah, I don't want to claim it's new. I just am arguing that it's getting worse. It's getting more severe. Uh, Aaron, your view of this, you know, when you see um, entire media companies essentially exist to tear down Joe Biden, is there an equivalent to that on the left tearing down Trump? Uh, there really isn't. And, you know, what I would say, it, it, it's, a, it's really a diet of, of this type of information that a lot of these voters are getting. A lot of the voters that I talk to, I can, uh, you know, when I interview them, I do hear uh, then saying a lot of the talking points that sound very familiar from, from some of these shows, which I try to listen to when I'm out on the campaign trail or when I'm yeah. at home, uh, you know, watching TV. You know, you can you can hear these uh, these comments being echoed uh, by, by voters. And you know that this is the diet that they're on, uh, you know, AM radio, uh, you know, conservative talk. Uh, also, social media. I mean, the Trump campaign is running a full blown campaign on social media that is completely off the radar for, for a lot of a lot of, uh, you know, regular media uh, is not covering this. But, I mean, you have folks, Laura Trump, uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, Katrina Pearson. The campaign is is running, you know, kind of a parallel campaign online. And, and if that's all they're getting, you know, to the exclusion of, of kind of the more traditional legacy media, uh, you know, then it, it really is no surprise kind of, of what their understanding is uh, of this country and, and of our politics. Such an important point, though, what the Trump campaign is doing on Facebook and on uh, these web video series, they have a right-wing version of The View, they have these other shows that just constantly reinforce their talking points. It's an even safer space than Fox News uh, that they created on for the Trump campaign. David Zerwick, let's listen to some more of these radio comments, because I don't think that these, these crazy right-wing comments about Biden break through to the rest of the media often enough. Let's play some more of them and then talk about it. My physical as well as my mental fitness. At least get new dentures for God's sakes. Joe Biden is is just mentally inept. Is he, he, he can't string sentences together anymore? He sounds like he sounds like a normal person after they've had a bunch of Ambien. An invalid, and that's what Joe Biden is. He's an invalid. 
I'm not here to claim Joe Biden's perfect. He screwed up a couple times in an interview with minority journalists from NABJ and NAH Day earlier this week. But I am here to say Joe Biden's not an invalid. Like, even Fox carries his speeches live. So is it, David, that they're just setting the bar so low that it's going to be easier for Joe Biden to climb over it? Um, Brian, you know, what's happening here is this is interesting to me. We talked about the two parallels, social media and talk radio. And the interesting thing is Trump is get Trump's messaging machine is getting squeezed a little bit on social media. Uh, tweets are tweet. Well, tweets are being marked as warning. We've put attention on it. Facebook is taking stuff down. Twitter's taking stuff down. He's being watched in a way he wasn't in 2016. The True. irony is, is that we have a Federal Communications Commission that's supposed to monitor, supposed to watch uh, talk radio, and yet they can get away with all of this on talk radio, not just because we in the mainstream media don't pay enough attention to it, and it's true, we don't, but it's because the regulators don't pay attention to it. It is so far out there now that it's frightening, and it wasn't always that way. Just as conservatism has been debased by Trump in, in the era of Trump, so has right-wing talk radio. There used to be legitimate conservatives on radio who were honorable men. We had one in Baltimore, maybe when you were here, named Ron Smith, who was beloved in, in, in Baltimore, which is a very liberal city. And he had an audience of 120,000 men, but he was a man of honor. He lost 40% of his audience when he won against the Iraq War in 2003. We don't have that anymore since Trump. All we have are sycophants, and I think it's part of key part that we have to watch in this 2020 campaign of his messaging machine, which is why I'm so glad this show is focused on it. Well, the Biden badge is going to go on for three more months. Well, one more note about this, Nicole, to the extent that these uh, talk show hosts do talk about the coronavirus, how would you describe the, the coverage of the coronavirus from right-wing talk radio? Is it mostly conspiracy theorizing? What is it? Yeah, so it's a, it's a couple of different things. Um, first, it's this notion that the virus isn't as bad as people are saying that it is. Um, and that very quickly leads into this idea that Democrats and the liberal media are conspiring together to make the virus look worse than it actually is so they can take your freedoms and seize power. And so that's sort of channeling the pandemic back into the normal flows of conservative talk radio, because that theme that Democrats and the media are working together to um, take away your freedoms is kind of the backbone of conservative talk radio. And so it's a kind of return to the, the main line of argument um, through the pandemic. So conspiracies, yes, but conspiracies led here. A reality check about the alternative reality from everybody. Thank you. Stick around. Well, everybody, <clears throat> excuse me. I hope you paid attention to what was being said on all these different radio shows. As I mentioned in the past, and I will always mention when we're talking about politics, I am an independent voter. So I vote for Democrats and Republicans. But what I look for when I'm voting is the person who has my best interests at hand, not just because they're a minority, not just because they're a woman, not just because they're a Democrat, not just because they're a Republican, is because I think at the time, because they have fooled us in the past sometimes, we think they got our best interests at heart and they don't. But when I go into the voting booth, I try to make sure that I have already done research on a candidate, so I already have an idea of which way I'm leaning towards when I vote. So I ask everyone, 
do your research on any candidate that you're unclear of where they stand because the 2020 election is going to be very, very important. So, as he called it, alternative reality, I want to know what you guys think about this. What do you think is really happening in America? Reality or alternative reality? So, follow us on Twitter, please. Our hash, our, excuse me, our Twitter email address. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just, forgive me. I'm being transparent, though. Our Twitter address is Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A, capital L on Twitter. Or you can hit us up and leave us a message at our podcast call in line at 404-855-7723. Or you can send me an email at podcasthost shaypate19 at gmail.com. That's P O D. C-A-S-T-H-O-S-T-S-H-A-P-T-A-1-9 at gmail.com. And as you know, I always want to end with the question, what do you have to say? Hit us up. Thank you.